What's up, Buds? What's up? BJ, Ooh, and Daryl bring to you Buds Watch Wrestling. And I'm BJ. Well, not Daryl, and this week I watched season three of Glow. That's dope. I forgot to tell you that. Yeah. Did you watch the Steve Austin thing too? I did not watch that yet. No. You need to. It's so good. I didn't finish Glow until Wednesday. Uh, I didn't watch any other episodes of the Steve Austin show, but I did watch um, the Becky Becky Lynch Lynch. one. And yeah. Because I don't care about the rest of the people. Yeah. For the most part. But I wanted to see the man. Yeah, I'm going to check it out. I just haven't yet. It's pretty dope. I watched... And basically, I mean, one sitting. Like, I mean, I paused to go to the bathroom and whatnot. Right. But I just, yeah, it's just, it's not a long watch. Less than eight hours yeah. for the whole season. Yeah, 10 episodes, 30 to 50 minutes. Like, yeah. Yeah, I think the longest one was like 46 or something like right. that. And the shortest yeah. was like 22 or something. Right. So, they were oddly timed, but mm-hmm. that's how they all are. Because they're Netflix right. and they don't have time restrictions. It, yeah, like there's no time restrictions and it lets you... You tell the story you need to tell in your episode, and when you're done, you're done. Mm-hmm. And then you do the next episode. I will say the episode in particular where they all changed gimmicks right. was one of my personal favorites. That was my favorite. Yeah. Kind of like in season two, my favorite one was when they did the show just of Glow. Right. Like, that was so good. Yeah, that was a really good one. Um, no, I hope... I mean, it seems like they're going to keep it up with um, how it ended and stuff. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. So... And I think that's, I'm pretty sure that's how the story went. I'd have to watch the documentary again. Have you ever, did you watch the documentary? Yeah, when the, like right when the first season came out <clears throat> right. or whatever, but I, did too. I was so drunk on that shit. Right. Um, but yeah, no, good show. Yeah, I'm glad I finally had some time off work to sit down and binge it. It was well worth right. it. So yeah, uh, the rest of the week we can start with WWE. Yeah. Well, I guess we should also say that we're back. Yeah, we, we went had all a week out. off. That's true. We had a week off being it all out. Yeah. We're so going to talk about that we'll talk about later in the podcast. Yeah, we'll talk about WWE stuff, but yeah, we are back. Yeah, we're back. Uh, we made it safely mm-hmm. through Chi-Town. To we went downtown, too. Well, we went to Wrigley, drove past. We drove right. past Soldier Field. Soldier. We saw the Willis Tower. Yes. And, uh, what's the basketball one? The, the big one. I don't know. I don't know. But, anyway, we'll get into all that later. And, so yeah, WWE, though, they had some shows this week. Yeah, they did. They had one on Saturday also. Yeah, the TakeOver, the United Kingdom TakeOver, which was fucking awesome. Um, I haven't got to watch it yet. It, it was well worth reasons. the watch. I mean, it's not surprising. It's a takeover. And both tankovers, tankovers, takeovers have been really good so far. Um, yeah. But yeah, we had, uh, right off the oh. bat, we had... Travis Banks and Noam, Noam Dar. Uh, good opening match. I mean, it did what it needed to do. It was more online with... Um, a WWE opening match than like an NXT opening match because okay. the normal NXT is a bit more up and right. this felt more. I mean, like usually a on NXT match. we get the tag team matches. Right. This felt part. this felt like Except a pre-show match, honestly. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was still a cool match. No, I'm done one. So or no, Travis Banks won, didn't he? I don't remember. I wasn't paying uh, much attention because the match didn't mean anything. 
I don't even remember who won. City that tells you exactly what you need to know. Like, it was right. a solid match, but I don't even remember who won. Why so. is this? Is this a preview or a review? <laughs> it's a review. I don't know why it doesn't have whoever won. Well, that's fucking dumb. Yeah, I don't know. Who does that? Why would you do a review and not tell me? Whatever. Uh, no, Amdar did win. So there you go. Won by winning. He won by winning, yeah, yeah, that's for sure. I thought he did. I thought I was right. Yeah. And then I think... Um, yeah, we had... Uh, after that, I don't remember the order of the shit either. It was Cesaro. I was going to say, was it the Cesaro Dragon Ball match? Yeah. This match was pretty fucking badass. Um, it put Dragunov on the map for me. Like, kind of like how Cesaro did with Sami Zayn back in the NXT days for us. Right. He's doing it for Dragunov now. I hope these guys have a rematch later on down the line, because it's nice. well worth it. Cesaro gave dude the longest swing I've ever seen, dude. I, really? I mean, the crowd, I think, counted like to 50 or something before he finally fucking stopped. And That's fucking nuts. It was not actually 50 swings because, you know, the crowd always counts a little too fast. Oh, but yeah. They count like half swings. Yeah, which is weird. But still. Uh, but it was, it was fucking sweet. Um, so, yeah, do you a think couple weeks ago, this Dragonoff kid mm-hmm. had a fucking match with... Um, Cassius Ono, that was okay. fucking stellar as well. They must so, have a lot of him. And now that I've seen what he can do in two matches in a row like this, right. I'm really excited to see what the kid can do next. Um, I wonder if Cesaro, what Cesaro does, if he stays, or if he comes back, or... I'd like to see him stay. There's a few other guys I think it'd be fun to feud with. Mm-hmm. He's a realistic challenge to Walter while he's there. Oh, I think he really that could be is. his go-away as, you know, losing to Walter. Right. Uh... Whatever. I don't know which was next, the tag match or the... Okay. So, the tag match was fucking amazing. The crowd was so insanely fucking hyped for this match. Like, from this point on, it's just a hundred... It's a hundred miles fucking hour. Like, this pay-per-view just doesn't slow down. Um... You had your big spots. You had everything you expected. Mm -hmm. Um... Great storytelling... But just seeing the first ever Welsh champions being crowned there in Cardiff in the local crowd was fucking amazing. Oh, I bet. Uh, yeah, so obviously Webster and Andrews get the win there. Um, but they also got the win by pinning um, the two Gallus guys. I don't remember if it was Coffee or Wolfgang. But they got the win over Gallus. So that okay. can set up the next storyline for the grizzled young vets of, well, you didn't beat us, you beat the right. other guys, we want our shot. And set up a nice rematch between those four guys. So that could be pretty cool. Didn't, so then, didn't, oh no, you said they were in the crowd. Never mind. Mark the rest Andrews, of the band, yeah, yeah, the rest of the band was in the crowd, and I'm assuming some of his family, maybe. The, do you remember their name? Junior? Junior, that's mm-hmm. it. I listened to a couple of their albums. They're... Pretty good. I mean, they're what I like. They remind they're, me of the, uh, like, Blink-182, mm-hmm. Good charlotte kind of yeah. music. Yeah. And I, effects, maybe. Right. I liked that stuff back in the day, so... Yeah, it wasn't my cup of tea, but, I mean, I get it. And it's and, good for what it is. And so. he's got... Uh, his videos are really good. They're usually... Uh, there's a couple wrestling-related and stuff, so... Uh, after that was the last man standing match, then, mm-hmm. between Dave Mastis and Joe Coffey. This was exactly what you expected, but with a little bit more sprinkled on the top. Nice. Um, these guys went a bit longer than I expected for, for their size and st- mm-hmm. stamina. Um, 
they broke the turnbuckle pretty early on in the they match. Did see that. Which was cool though because I don't even know if that was 100% planned. Yeah. Because after it happened, I think I think it was Mastiff like, yeah, Mastiff with coffee into the turnbuckle and broke mm-hmm. it, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And coffee like kind of pull off him like face first, like planning down. And then Mastiff like looks at the ref like, what am I supposed to do now? Yeah, I yeah, I saw that whole sequence. That was pretty It was pretty sweet. Good. Um, um, yeah, if it was not worked, it was, or if it was worked, they did a good job of selling it. Yeah. Like. Yeah, I was expecting it to just be more of a street fight, kind of. Mm-hmm. They went all over the place, too, uh, including a high spot yeah. for two big guys. It was fantastic. And, and now remembering it being after the tag match, um, it kind of got the crowd reinvigorated in the yes. show, I think. See, to me, they should have... So, why... I'm going to go on a okay. small rant. Remember when we had, like, number one contenderships on pay-per-view? Yeah. Why was this not the, the number, number one, one contender for the t- championship? I don't know. Like, to me, like, these are your two big hosses. They, They're in this big feud on this last man standing match. I think it's because as oh, because Coffee's with Gallus, so why would he go? No, that's why. Because Coffee's with Gallus, so why would he go want to face the title against Walter? There you go. That's why. Okay, but still, I wish that they would bring back more number one contender matches like that. Like, um, after that, we had the NXT UK Women's Championship. Yeah. Tony Storm lost her title to Kaylee Ray. Yeah. Um, in what was a lackluster match, especially for two women I've seen wrestle each other before in other organizations. Right. Um, it was in the right place on the card, ultimately, to give you a little bit of rest in between that fucking Haas fight and the next Haas fight we're going to talk about at the end right. here that doesn't even have two Haases in it. Um, yeah, it was like... It was on and off. It's like they went for a couple minutes and it was exactly what you expect from two women of their caliber. And then all of a sudden, it's like Tony Storm didn't know what the fuck she was doing. She broke down, I'm pretty sure, legitimate crying a couple times in the match. I don't know if she's still fucking hurt and this was just them taking the belt off of her so she can heal up or what, but it's probably my least favorite Tony Storm match I've ever seen. And you know how much I like watching Tony Storm wrestle. I know, me too. It was not good for Tony Storm. It was weird and... Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, it was Kaylee Ray, your new champion. I'm excited to see what they do with her. She's a badass motherfucker, so. Yeah. Maybe she's, uh, too obsessed with the guy in the next match. Uh, her new, new uh, boyfriend again. Again, right. Uh, Tyler Bate. Yeah. He fought Walter. For the United Kingdom Championship, yeah. and this ended up just being a... Fucking 40, 45, 50 minute Haas fight. I think it was a little over 40. It was ridiculously long, but it wasn't like <clears throat> to the point of like, all right, you guys, you can end this now. I'm tired of the false finishes. You're not fooling me. Like, it was yeah. nonstop, edge of my seat, fun. And Tyler Bate got fucked up, like, right off the get. This or is close off, close to it. This is a match you show somebody if they want to see. A pure technical wrestling match in the modern era. This is the kind of match you would show them. This was just a pure wrestling yeah. match. And um, between... Meltzer, this week, or Saturday, Meltzer gave out two 
five and a quarter. This had to have been one of this them because them. this is one of the best matches I've yeah. seen all year. The other one we'll get to later. Yeah. But uh, we, will. we will. But this match. But this, yeah. I was live for the other one. I think I like this match a little bit better. I'm not going to lie. That's nuts. And I was live for the other one. Great. And, yeah, I mean, this, like, dude, this match was just, like, this is the match you have to go see from WWE mm-hmm. of the week. Like, I don't I don't give a fuck what happened on Raw and SmackDown. This is oh, the yeah. match to go watch. Yep. And if you're not going to watch this one, then I'd probably recommend a tag match. Yeah, I'm planning on going back and watching all of this. Maybe tomorrow night. So you could, if you really wanted to, you could skip Banks and Dar. I and planned on. You probably skip the women's match as well. To be honest with you. Yeah. The. I want to watch it because just I'm intrigued to see what you're saying. About the Walter. No, the women's match. I'll probably still watch it yeah, just, just to see. It was. I don't know if like I don't. I can't put my finger on what. I didn't like about it. It's just like yeah. the pacing felt off at some points, but not at others. And which sucks because these two fought each other so. Much I know I've seen them wrestle other and times, and they've had fucking amazing. stellar matches. And Kaylee Ray did look uh, the picture of her at the end after she won the belt, like hanging over the ropes and stuff. That was she looked good. She said she was a badass when she mm-hmm. got that belt at the end. Yeah, she did a good job of 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 you know. Her facials and shit when she won at the end of the match and her body expressions and shit. I thought she did a really good job. Yeah. So, moving on to Monday Night Raw, brother, brother. Brother, brother. Uh, yeah. They did some stuff that was fun. And they did some stuff that was whatever. Um. I went back and picked and choose what I watched like normal. I don't remember. But once you tell me, I'll I'll recall it. Right. Firefly Funhouse sticks out as being fucking amazing. Firefly Funhouse was really fucking good. Um, they forced, they fed, he fed money to... Yeah, Vince. Demon Vince Demon or Vin- Devil Vince or yeah, whatever he is. The De- Demon Vince puppet thing, yeah. Um, he fed him money. He's like, look what I've been making and holds up a bunch of money. <laughs> yeah. It was really... It was fucking great. Um, really good. I can't believe Vince lost some of this stuff air. I don't think Vince knew. He doesn't watch it, so maybe. I mean, I bet he watches it a lot. I mean, he watches it a lot. Like something else to his TV monitor. He has to watch it first. That would be funny. But he doesn't watch wrestling. He doesn't ever go back and watch anything. No. You don't have time for that shit. Fuck no. No, I'm just saying he watched it. He probably screened it. He had to. I don't know. Or they did it live. Fuck it. They'll do it live. I don't see that. But no. Um, but no, so good. Mm. The part I hate, though, and this is kind of why the rant earlier, I'm really sick of these guys just getting championship matches. Yeah. Let's and just coming in and announcing. Like, Braun's... That's, that's mean, a this, story in of itself that you can build, is right. who's going to be the next contender for the exactly. title. Like, I mean, he's taken out... It just doesn't make sense. I agree. Because they did it with Seth and Braun. It's too fast with Bray, too. Yeah. We need way more build for Bray Wyatt. Like, you should consider Bray Wyatt for a title sh- sh- shot at, like, Survivor Series 2020. Maybe yeah. SummerSlam. I could see him winning. I could have saw him winning the Rumble. I can see him winning it tomorrow. I mean, I'm just saying. Well, yeah. If there was a show tomorrow. Right. There is for, there is for the buzz if right. they're listening live. Well, they can't listen live. We'll listen, you know. 
the day this comes out. Right. Yeah. And when people like most no, live or dribs and my kids. By live, I meant the day of. It's technically the That's neighbors the could. To me, to live now is out. the day that it comes out. Well, <laughs> fair enough. Yeah. Why not? Uh. Yeah. What else happened? We're not live, pal. Yeah. Um. No, we're not. <laughs> this comes out in two days. Even by your earlier watch. Oh, there was a stupid contract signing that... Didn't happen. Didn't happen. And then Steve Austin was like... I'll come there next week and drink a burr. Michael Cole sucks, so I'm going to come and I'm going to moderate. Want to know why they did it? To boost the ratings? No. Because they they haven't sold out MSG yet. Oh. Yeah. Sucks to be them. Right. Because nobody wants to watch... Crappy programming they're putting out. Exactly. And especially in New York City. Like, they're done. And the way they've disrespected the garden recently. People are like, nope. Yep, go fuck yourself. Yourself. So. Bailey turned heel. Bailey turned heel. That was dope. That was really fucking dope. I really enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. Um, and she cut a really good promo, in my opinion, on SmackDown. I have no problems with the promo itself. It wasn't a good heel promo. Right. But I think she's just going to be the oblivious, reluctant heel. Like, I'm just helping my friend. We're just doing what we need to do to be on top. I just don't know how to feel yeah. about that. Yeah. Yeah. I got to let it play out. Right. I get, yeah. I can't buy Bailey as a heel. That's the real problem, I think. Mm. And those chair think, shots weren't helping her case any. Even yeah. though she did it seven times, they... None right. of them were stiff. Not a single one. We'll see. She was pulling. I mean, it was better than not being able to hit Alexa Bliss with the kendo stick horse shit they were doing, what, a yeah. year and a half, two years ago with yeah, her. That so was horrible. Way better than that shit. Um, way more King of the Ring matches. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Baron Corbin beat Cedric, mm-hmm. and then there was shenanigans. So it's what, him and Corbin and Ricochet, right? Yeah. There's going to be a triple threat now. Oh, yeah, because Ricochet and Joe Joe shenanigans. Yeah, Yeah. Joe, Ricochet, and Corbin. Yeah, Joe and Ricochet basically fell on each other. Yeah. One, two, three, both shoulders were down. Which I hate that. And then, well, that doesn't bother me. Well, I don't like that either. But I could get past that. What I thought was dumb as fuck was then the referee getting on the headset like he was an NFL referee. And like... You, I'll take it under. I'll take you under advisement. I'll take it under advisement. And it was fucking stupid. It really was. Like you're not a sport. <clears throat> Quit pretending. Um, like you, you need to. You, you got to pick one or the other. Either kayfabe or fucking don't. But you can't pick and choose because I can't buy into the fucking shit when happen. Doesn't make any fucking sense. Because I, mean, I don't know what's kayfabe and what's not. Either kayfabe me or don't. Right. I don't care which. I really don't. No. Um. Yeah, I think that's about it. Oh, the Viking Raiders fight some jobbers. <laughs> Poor jobbers. At least the jobbers got a, a chance to speak. Yeah. So Like, this is week, like, 13 in a row or something. Of them just smashing jobbers. Yeah, pretty much. Almost. It's what they did. When did they debut? WrestleMania? Yeah, it's what they did to Braun Strowman and Nia Jax for a or while, the draft. too. There's going to be another draft. Oh, wait, are we done? Are we going to news and rumors yet? I didn't watch 205 or NXT, so I don't know. Well, we didn't talk about SmackDown. Oh, what happened on SmackDown? Well, Bailey cut the promo. We talked about that. And more King of the Ring shit. Oh, yeah. Elias beat Ali, which fucking sucks. 
Decent match, though. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't have either of those guys. And the biggest fucking surprise, Chad Gable beat Andrade. Yeah, I definitely expected Andrade to take this one. And that was a hell of a fucking match, too, which, between those two. Well, I'm a full bust on the SmackDown tournament, because I had Andrade going, and I had him facing Murphy now. I had KO. (laughs) But I did have Corbin and Joe on the other side, so... I got I those. Had, I had Cesaro and Corbin, so I fucked up there. Um, I was bitter that day, though. Yeah. Uh, oh, Alistair Black yeah, said, he, fuck it, I'm going to the ring. Which he did. Which he did, and he beat Shelton Benjamin pretty quickly. Yeah. But I guess he's Shelton Benjamin. That's cool. Oh, I don't want to hear any more fucking short jokes from Corey Graves. I'm getting really fucking sick of Corey yeah, Graves. I'm, He's getting to be just fucking annoying shit. Like, I'd rather listen to three Michael Coles. I liked, what was his name? Vic Joseph. Because we forgot to touch on this. And we'll he does 205 Live. Yeah, Vic Joseph's Vic Joseph awesome. on 205 Live when he filled in for Raw. Mm-hmm. Like, I'd rather have him. Me too. Back. I like Vic Joseph a lot. Those three sound, were way better together and they had way better chemistry. Like, with uh, Renee and Michael Cole. And I'm over Renee too, but she's fucking. Yeah. I'd rather listen to her just yeah, uh huh, than listen to fucking Corey Graves yeah. cut short jokes on a guy who's not even that fucking short. And my it's like when they were making fun of Mickey James for being old, and it's like she's not right or fat or whatever. We're both, and it's like she's neither of those things though. It doesn't like to me. Like my opinion is, you bring you should bring in Vic Joseph to that team with Renee and Michael Cole because Michael Cole's got to step away sometime and honestly if Vic Joseph is as good as he is on 205 and all that he needs he can learn from Michael Cole and we don't need that annoying heel character anymore I just want announcing I don't need the heel shenanigans right right it was okay when Lawler did it, but that got even that got bad <clears throat> a lot of times. Well, I mean, that is one thing I do like about Corey Graves is he will cheer for certain people regardless of their heel or face, mm-hmm. but he's still that he's still Sasha Banks in particular. Yeah, but he's still and about Mandy Rose. Bliss, the women, basically. Yeah. 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 He loves this one. Mm. Except Carmella, he doesn't. He doesn't say yeah, he like anything. Never anything says anything about Carmella because he don't want to get in trouble later. So you know, right? <laughs> um, Sometimes it's better to say nothing at all. Uh, there's twenty four seven stuff. Oh yeah, that was dope. Um, like. Bo Dallas won, or Bo Dallas won. Yeah, he became the youngest 24-7 champion. Nice. Ever. I did not see that. And, I don't know, then R-Truth won. R-Truth won most titles ever. Oh, Grand Metalik had the best moment of the week, where he fucking, he was on, um, like, one of those... Like dish dish carts, yeah. like at a restaurant. Yeah, I saw that. And fucking <laughs> zoom past him. Uh, that was amazing. 
fresh hot off the cart rumor. I saw this when you were on your way over. Mm-hmm. Grand Metalik is going to wrestle one Rey Mysterio Monday night on nice. Raw, brother, brother. I want to see that. That should be a fun match. Yeah, that'll be really fun. Anything else WWE? Uh, well, yeah, we figured out. Oh, we we got we wrapped up the investigation this week. Oh yeah, Rowan attacked Roman and beat the shit out of Daniel Bryan. Yeah, it was good. I disagree. Really? The video just didn't prove it. Like, they should have just... Like, it would have made more sense to be like, yeah, that's the guy we showed you two weeks ago or however fucking... Well, yeah, not with the video, but yeah. I mean, the Rowan... Yeah, it's whatever. And the the Iron Claw and the... Through the announce table was fun. Spot's fun. Story lacking. I'm curious to see where it goes is where I'm at. Like, uh... If Brian actually knew about it, where Brian fits in in this, I'm excited that Rowan's going to face Roman. Yeah. I don't think it should be a clash of champions. Agree. Because that should just be championship champions. matches. Yeah, you should only have title have. matches on there. Yeah. Now we're instead of, what, nine or ten title matches, now we're going to get twelve fucking other matches because we got the King of the Ring champ or finals too. Which I'm fine with that being there. I'm though. okay with that being there, but it's a champion of swords. Yeah. Yeah. Um motherfucking King of the Ring. Honestly bitches. that should main event, but that's my opinion. And then um this match right. Roman and Rome. Which I don't, yeah, save this for Hell in a Cell or whatever's next. SummerSlam. Right. Survivor Series. Right. No, October. Hell in a Cell. Is that? Hell in a Cell. Oh, it was TLC's December. That's right. Okay. So, I don't know. We'll see where it goes. I like that Roman's getting some spotlight. See what he can do in Mm -hmm. this position. So. I got some news and rumors. Uh, Did you watch NXT or two of them? No, I didn't yet. I didn't either. Um. I'll watch him later. Oh, the only thing I saw was Roderick Strong lit Velveteen's Dream's couch on fire. Nice. He's like, fuck your fuck couch. Fuck your couch. And he lit it on fire. Fuck your couch. It was burning. I like it. And we're going to get that match for the first takeover on USA. Oh, cool. First fire match. <clears throat> the like first it. fire match, yes. Um... Well, while we're talking about NXT, yeah, um, there's been some rumors that um, Matt Riddle might not be so liked backstage at NXT. Yeah, I get that. I like Matt Riddle. He's my type of guy. I got to hang out with him. Yeah. He's arrogant, though. He seems he like it. In my opinion, he has a right to be. Like, he's good, and he knows he's good at what he does, and he knows where he should be, and the fact that they're not cashing in on this fucking Goldberg shit boggles my mind, if they don't. Like, it might be Goldberg, though. It could be Goldberg. He wouldn't or, cash in with Jericho back in the day. Or the Lesnar shit. Yeah. Like, 
to me, Matt Riddle versus Brock Lesnar, that's fucking money. Yeah, but just because you and I think it's money doesn't mean that they're going to think it's money. Matt Riddle's got mainstream name value. I think so, too, but they don't seem to think so because they're not using him like he does. So, I don't know. I mean, maybe it's the weed. Maybe he's too high. I don't know. Maybe. He strikes me as being too high most of the time. Most of the time. I mean, I don't know. Fuck. Chill out. I don't know the guy. Um... I mean, There's also still plans. What's that? All those videos on Twitter. Right. Uh, there are still plans to do call-ups from NXT to the main roster, even after NXT moves to USA. So they're still going to treat it as a developmental brand. Yeah. Even though it'll be on television. Yep. Um, in other WWE news and rumors, uh, Dave Meltzer noted that The Undertaker's supposed return next week is not to lead to another match. Probably just Trump operating. Yep, they're desperate. Uh, I've seen rumors that um, Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville are going to be the next in line for a women's tag title shot, which makes sense with TV. Yeah. I mean, that's fine. Whatever. I get it. Um, The Rap published an article claiming uh, insider information that Eric Bischoff's leadership has been under some questioning as of late on SmackDown Live. Apparently he hired a former writer from Sons of Anarchy who's been found a few times sleeping in the writer's room instead of working. Jesus. So things not looking so great for Mr. Bischoff there. And then actually the only other thing I got is, is Impact News real quick and we'll just throw this in here because okay. where the fuck else are we going to put it? There's not much no. these days. Uh, Sabu could be returning back with Impact soon. Okay. So you Sabu fans out there yeah. They're still in talks with Access, too. Yes, they are. I saw that uh, the other day. And back to like NXT, did you see that... Uh, so for the first two weeks, when NXT goes to USA, they're only going to do one hour. The first hour is going to be on USA. The second hour will be on the network. Oh, okay. And then October 2nd, both will be... Because basically, their suits is still running and that's where that hour goes okay so then once that season finishes up then now will I still be able to watch that hour the next day I would assume so I don't want to watch it live on USA I might the first two nights I probably won't because I want to be I mean I know my ratings probably don't count but I don't know how it works with the online stuff yeah um but if um, I want to be part of the group that makes them think that NXT's got these high ratings, and a little bit of a drop. I'm not even going to give them the little cock tease. I'm just going to let it go. I'm going to give them the cock tease. I'm going to keep watching them on the network so Vince knows that that's yeah. where I want my NXT. Just going to rub it on their lips. Who should? That's it. That's all they need. I'm walk away. You got anything WWE? <laughs> Uh, you talk about this week? Probably. Other than rubbing your dicks on WWE's lips? Yeah. Uh, El Hijo de Fantasma mm-hmm. signed with NXT. Oh, I didn't catch that. Yep. Cool. And then there was a rumor that Casey Catanzaro left, but I'm pretty sure I also saw that that's not true. I saw a rumor so. that she got hurt, and Ricochet tweeted that that was not true, but yeah. I didn't see about her leaving. Yeah. 
This was squared circle sirens, which is not reliable. Fair enough. Um. Uh, <laughs> that might have been on the head in it or WWE. Oh. Um. Cool. Yeah, because all I've been paying attention to is uh, A A A Dub. Well, let's jump in then. Starcast three. We were there. We were. It was all right. It was all right. It wasn't as good as the first one. No, Uh, I don't. There wasn't as many shows, like secondary shows, right? As there were last, like there was last time. And it was mostly just all AW guys. There was no. There wasn't a lot of legends, right? Outside of Punk and Foley, really, right? And that was just Saturday. Yeah. And yeah, and they were both Saturday before yeah, the show. Right. Exactly. But so, Punk was dope. That was fun. Yeah, Punk was really fun. Um, Foley's was fun. I hope people finally realize that he's done. No. They're not going to. No, it'll never happen. But Jesus. You could be 112 and people would still think he's coming back. He might. Fucking Marks. I mean, I... And Chance, too. For right. Chance. I don't know. I don't know. I bet you'd come back for that Saudi money. I'd come back for that Saudi money. Fuck yeah. As long as there's no light tubes. Like, I'm totally against everything Saudi Arabia stands for, but... Three million dollars to go to Saudi Arabia for two days and have a wrestling match. With the WWE? Right. Yeah. I'm not just going to go over there and and have a wrestling match with a promise of $3 million waiting me. Right. But if I'm going with the WWE, I'll do it. But otherwise, fuck that. Right, yeah. I'm not going by myself. Right. Like (laughs) some some indie promotion in like Abu Dhabi or I don't know what cities are in Saudi Arabia. But yeah. Not Abu Dhabi. Not Abu Dhabi. But... (laughs) Probably not. Yeah. I'm going to go wrestle Nermal in Abu Dhabi and... The only other thing I really caught from StarCast mm-hmm. is that I never li- need to listen to anything else DDP do- like does ever again because I've heard every story DDP has to tell. Yeah. He was on a podcast too. Maybe Jericho's? Mm-hmm. I don't remember. And he was telling the same fucking... And I'm like, you know what? Done. I don't need to listen to you tell the same fucking Young Buck story a fucking again. Cody. The Cody story with the wrestling and the... I've heard that story so many, and he tells it the exact Literally. same way every fucking time. Yep. Thanks, DDP. Yep. Love you. I don't need to listen. You're going to get that, and you're going to plug his yoga. Which I expect him to plug his yoga. Well, yeah, I would The thing too. that actually gets me is Chris Jericho does a better job of plugging his yoga than he does, and it's right. his. And I'm like, man, I'd love, rather listen to Jericho. Like, Jericho's the guy convincing me maybe I should try this. I know, right? Um, Might need to work it. Yeah. It was cool. Uh, I think the Thursday night stuff was fun, too. The mailbag. It was. That was um, a good time. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. I liked the women of AEW segment. I yeah, thought that was that really was good, really too. That was really fun, too. Um, seeing all of them really got to know them a little bit better and stuff. and um, That's what made me really like Nyla more than I did before with that. Yeah, she's still not very good in the ring, but no. I like her character, her personality. Mm-hmm. She was really good. Uh, what's her face? The one I can never remember, the new one. Sadie? Sadie. She was nervous as fuck. Yeah, she was. She could, She relaxed a little bit towards the end once she got 
up there a while, but at the beginning, she was nervous as shit. She reminded me of somebody, and I just couldn't. Yeah. I still can't pinpoint it. Um, Brandy's mom was there. Yeah, that's that true. Cool. She said a couple rows in front of us. Yeah. Um, what else? What else did we see? Oh, the weigh-in was kind of... It was fun, but it was way shorter than we expected. Yeah, it was just one group of guys weighing in. It was SCU and um, Jurassic Saurus or whatever the fuck their team name is. A boy, a little boy, and their dinosaur. Yeah, they had something else that they were... Yeah, well, that's what they came out to it all out. Right, but they had something else afterwards that they were... I don't remember what it was. Um, Either way. I love those three so six actually I'm a huge SCU fan Uh, I didn't like them them on mic was some of the most fun on mic because those guys were fucking dope yeah SCU Um, yeah during the Cody stuff when they were out there Mm -hmm. that was fun and the Q&A's during the mailbag or yeah during the mailbag but the Q&A's were good times Mm -hmm. and that one just kept growing um, it was cool because every show had a Q&A pretty much mm-hmm. except, except for MJF and, and CM Punk yep. and that's because MJF isn't doing a Q&A fuck that no well he did his own Q&A yeah that's he true he asked a couple questions and then yeah or a question and then yeah obviously they didn't do a Punk Q&A which obviously. didn't surprise me at no, all no I would not trust anybody in that audience I wouldn't trust me to ask Punk a question right like not at all but yeah, and then Saturday we went to All Out, as you buds know already. Yeah. And um, it was good. It was not as good as All In. No. Um, but it was, I mean, it was the best pay-per-view I've been to in 2019. Of course, the shitty fucking Fastlane was the only other thing that I got. Right. Um, yeah, it was, a, it was a really fun show, though. I mean, we started the night off with... Uh, the women's battle royale, casino battle royale. And you yeah. gotta make sure you say royale. Royale. Uh-huh. Um, and but then they all went on to say royal like twenty times right. after that. <laughs> Nyla Rose ended up winning that. Mm-hmm. Um, I it set up some storylines and continued some storylines through it. Um, it a did. Couple. It did. I'm just yeah. I'm not a fan of Nyla Rose, and I really don't want to see her as the first women's champion. No, she's gonna be. Um, I know she is, but I feel like they're only doing it because she's transgender and not because she's a good wrestler. And that, yeah, I don't like that. Right. Yeah. Um, Did you see someone getting, it was in uh, Kayfabe News, fans were upset about a transgender wrestler having mm-hmm. an unfair advantage in professional wrestling. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? I know. I know people have said that to mm-hmm. me this week. And... <laughs> it's like it's pretty hurt. Yeah, I like I come. I've told a couple people about it, and they're like, "Well, I can kind of get out the other side's point." And they're like, "How? It's predetermined. It doesn't matter. Right? They're trying to. They're. It's like, stupid. It's stupid. It really is, and I don't get it. Oh, excuse me. Um, but no. So yeah, we started. But I like like the Britt Baker and. Uh, B Priestley stuff. Yeah, they set up that feud. Yeah, going forward. Um, we'll continue it after the whole yeah. concussion thing. And all we that. got Jazz and with her rocking the new bald head. 
She looked like a badass. She really did. Uh, of course, all Kong was well. in there. Uh, Mercedes Martinez surprised everybody and showed yeah, up, and she, she looked really good too. Yeah, she uh, she was the wild card. She was the big surprise mm-hmm. for the Joker. The Joker. The Joker. Yeah, whatever. The wild cards in WWE. See, they got it so fucking put in my head. Um. Right. Yeah. Then we had Private Party versus uh, Jack Evans and Angelico. Yeah, Private Party got the win on that one, and then this was a lot of Angelico and Evans did the show of respect handshake, and then Mm -hmm. beat the fuck out of Private Party after the match to turn heel on them. Yeah, this was a good match. You missed a little bit of the beginning of it, but yeah, still you caught the end, the important stuff. It was better than the women's battle royale, but. Mm-hmm. I mean, not a five-star match. Yeah. But it was, it was I would like to go back match. and watch the Battle Royale again. It's really hard to watch those live. Live, yeah, because all of a sudden I'm like, where'd so-and-so? And when did Awesome yeah. Kong get eliminated? I, I did didn't watch, catch that. I did rewatch that part. Um, awesome Kong got eliminated when the last group was coming out. Oh, okay. And, the and that's probably why we missed it. Fucking missed and it. I was watching the women walking down trying to see who was coming in. So, right. yeah. Right. Then after that was the pre-mentioned SoCal Uncensored uh, versus Luchasaurus, Jungle Boy, and Marco Stunt. Mm -hmm. And SCU picked up the win here. Yeah. Yeah, this started off the show proper. Yeah, and this was fucking great way to start the show, too. This was a fantastic match to get it going. Um, Uh, The Marco Stunt, Luchasaurus, Jungle Boy team are so over. So over. With Um, the crowd. Luchasaurus has to be a future world champion. Yeah, he will be. He'll be a future world champion like, at some point. I want him to be the one to beat Chris Jericho. I don't even give a fuck. Um, yeah, so fucking good. Yep, agreed. And, yeah. Then we had the Cracker Barrel Clash. Yeah, between Darby Allen, Joey Janela, and Jimmy Havoc. Yeah. These guys did some crazy shit. Crazy fucking shit. Not as crazy as we'd end up seeing, um, but no. which surprises me is Darby Allen's in this fucking match, yeah. Joey Janela's in this fucking match, and Jimmy Havoc's in this fucking match. We're gonna see crazier shit later. Right. Darby Allen had one of the spots of the night though with the fucking skateboard with the tacks and did a, a caveman drop onto which one? Onto the stairs. They moved and he landed on the stairs. Well, he landed on his back. Yeah, but he hit the stairs with the barrel. No, I'm talking about with the skateboard. Oh, he hit. I don't fucking remember. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember know. who he hit, but with the skateboard. I love that. Um, I hope that's like his signature weapon. Yeah, as the skateboard. Is the skateboard. I agree. But you know, yeah, then the barrel spot. Yeah, the barrel drop. He just jumped backwards off the top rope yeah. and had the barrel between him and his back and. To me, and if there's any buds out there that listen to like the ENC pod, uh, they talk about it a lot. But Darby, to me, Darby Allen has it, but he needs to slow down. He'll learn. Like ENC said, like he's he's perfect. But when he he climbed up that with that barrel and then you know jumped off, but he didn't. If he would have climbed up, took two second, a one second, two seconds, because mm-hmm. he moved anyway. Right. Like, if he's going to move, you might as well take a second. Yeah, especially if he's going to move. Right. So. I agree. We talked about that on the way home. We did. 
But other than that, um, no, this match was so much fun. Yeah, Havoc ended up the, picking up the win with the acid yeah, rainmaker. Because last year they had the barrel yes. thing. But they were so fucking heavy, you right. wouldn't do shit. Jericho mentioned that on his podcast Did he earlier nice? this week. Yeah. Nice. Tuesday or whatever day it came um, out. Yep. I will say, this is this is the best that Jimmy Havoc's looked so far in AEW. Yeah. Uh, it was nice to see him pick up the victory here. Correct. And after that, we got Pac versus Kenny Omega. Yeah, the replacement match for Moxley. This was, dude, this could have been the main event, honestly. This was like a 25-minute match that showed off what Pac and Omega are both capable Mm -hmm. of. And And Pac picked up the win. Yeah, by referee stoppage, fucking knocked uh, Omega the fuck out. He did. And, yeah, this was just fucking nuts. I loved it. Yeah, this match Um, was amazing. People are pissed that Omega that keeps losing, but I love it. It's, it's a good a story, story, exactly, right. and that's what we want. Yeah. Let them tell the story. This isn't this isn't fucking New Japan anymore. You know, step up your game. You got it lazy. Uh, my favorite thing about the match, like of how it ended up with Pac winning, was him not using. Fuck, is it the red arrow? Is that what he calls his finisher? The red arrow? The green arrow? The red arrow. It's the red arrow. Sure it's right. the red arrow. He didn't use his finisher as the point. Well, he's trying to get over this. I think he's trying to get over this as a submission finisher. I like it, though. That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. I thought you said not... you didn't. No, I did. I do like that. Oh, okay. I, it was one of my favorite things in the match was yeah. that he won not using his normal right. red arrow or whatever the fuck it's called. Uh, yeah. The move gravity forgot. After that, we had the best friends versus mm-hmm. the Dark Order during a first round bye. And I've seen it. Nobody, like, I still have nothing about the Dark Order. I have no reason to invest. I don't know who the fuck they are. I don't know what the, why are there so many fucking gimps? Like, yeah. I don't get it. I don't understand. So um, I can't get into it. Right. And they won, which, I, as you pointed out, the yeah. best part about that is we don't fucking watch and wrestle one extra time. Exactly. That's the best part. Um,. Yeah, I don't know. So then... <laughs> but the best friends are fun. And Yes. Uh, yeah, the Dark Order started to attack him. After fucking, the match. Yeah. Orange Cassidy. Fucking lights went out. And Orange Cassidy. And did all his great high, high spots with his fucking hands in his pocket. And... Yeah. Got a it big hug good. from the best friends. That's a way to debut someone. Like, I love really the well fact done. that you got a blackout for fucking Orange Cassidy right? too. That was one of my favorite things about the spot. Right. Blackout. It wasn't that long. Right. And you know how slow he is, but he's just in the ring. That's great. It was good. Um, yeah. After that was uh, Hikaru Shida versus Riho for the second spot in the AEW Women's Championship match. And of course, our girl Rio mm-hmm. wins by pinfall. Fuck yeah, she This was a fucking good match, too. Mm-hmm. Very fast-paced, a lot of energy from both ladies. Yeah, I didn't know much Not fast about... in a bad way. I didn't know much about Sheeta, mm-hmm. but I do like her. She was very impressive. Yeah, she ripped her dress early on. Yes. Or whatever she was wearing. I remember that bothering me. But she definitely showed that she's going to be one of the top talent in the mm-hmm. women's roster with just this, this her first match on the roster. Yeah. I just, um, I can't wait until they get more character on these people. Like, yeah. That's my big thing. After that, 
We had Cody, mm-hmm. who ended up having MJF in his corner, taking on Sean Spears with the already known Tully Blanchard in his corner. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> good match. It's exactly what I expected with the story. Great story. The match was okay. The story was amazing, which mm-hmm. made it even greater. Um, my favorite part was still Arn Anderson coming down and hitting that beautiful spine buster yeah, I love after that. all these fucking years on Sean Spears. Yep. Cody won. And Cody won. I'm okay with it. I... I... The story out. The story outweighed the wrestling. Yeah. This was definitely a story man, match, Cody's more so than, but something. more so than even his other matches, because there was stellar wrestling in his other matches, both right. with Dustin and with. And this one yeah, didn't have this it. One didn't have and it should have, because both of these guys are capable of having a stellar match. Right. But I don't know. That's not what they planned no. out. But it was still one of my favorite matches of the night. I still this. I think this is going to play. Still have more to it. Oh, agreed. I don't think this is the end of the story no. either, so there's Even still more to come on this one. Right. That, uh, yeah, because Cody's going to face for the championship at the next pay-per-view. At the next pay-per-view. So, Which is full gear in November. Yeah, November, right. So we get a whole month of TV to see how everything plays. I'm excited for that, to finally have some real TV yeah. to help flesh out their storylines a bit more. Right. Then after that, we had my personal favorite match of the night and the match that made Darby Allen and Joey mm-hmm. Janela and Jimmy Havoc look tame as shit. The Triple A tag team Escalera Del Morte between the Lucha Brothers and the Young Bucks. Yeah. Holy fuck. Yeah, they were... I, I don't know how all four of those guys walked away. Um, they either. They there's one spot nuts. where Nick Jackson dove through the ropes and his foot caught and he just face slammed down onto some tables that were down on the floor underneath the ring and mm-hmm. that was brutal and they did some flippy shits and yeah. the only thing that I really didn't like about this match is until they won the Lucha Brothers never tried to get the belts off the ladder Right. and I didn't like that no, and there was a few the other spots where it was like Beating the shit out of the other dude's brother meant more than winning the match and the right. championships, and I didn't like that either. But I mean, it was still fucking amazing. It was still, yes, yeah, so the spots they did. The they had the best high spots I've probably ever seen in a ever. match. It was sick, and some of them were stupidly dangerous. Yeah, what was it, Matt? Was it Matt almost died? Mm-hmm. I think all four of them almost well, died. At some but point Matt or specifically, when his foot got caught on the ropes on that dive, that was Nick. Was it Nick? Yeah, that's literally what I was just talking about. Was it a few minutes ago? Yeah, oh. earlier. But yeah, sorry. It was. That's cool. It's um. I'm not good at this. And then we had um, two yeah. presidents come out, yeah. Clinton and um. Was it? It wasn't Nixon. It was no. Kennedy. Right? I think it was Kennedy. Yeah, I think so. But yeah, they came out and they beat the shit out of the Young Bucks. Right. I mean, I would too. And it was LAX. Um, And then LAX was also at the tapings for Impact because they're still... Yeah, because they're still at Impact because they're challenging for the tag titles against the North. So I feel like this is their last... This is probably their last last hurrah because they haven't been on Impact for a little while. So it's good to see them back too. Then after that, we had, in retrospect, probably my... like. What story-wise, long-term is going to be the best 
match of the night. Mm-hmm. And the most important, Chris Jericho versus the Hangman Adam Page for AEW yeah. World Championship. Adam Page comes out to the ring riding a fucking horse. Right. Just like he said Just he was going to do. Yeah. Doing cowboy, doing cowboy shit. shit. There was, was a lot of cowboy right. shit chants over the weekend. There was. They wrestled for probably a good fucking half an hour, I would say. Yeah, 20, 20, 20 to 30 minutes. Yeah. And Chris Jericho pulled out the surprise win. He bladed at one point. I called that spot. Yeah. When he bladed. Totally saw her giving the yeah. blade to him. Um, and then a couple days later, it comes out on social media that Chris Jericho had filed a police report for the mm-hmm. stolen AEW championship. Turns out he was in uh, Longhorn in Tallahassee, I believe. Yeah, he took a limo to a Longhorn in Tallahassee and had his belt stolen out of the back of it. Yep. And it became a big thing. Mm -hmm. And then shows up two days, the next day, two days later. two days later. Something like that. And some guy just found it in a bag on the side of the road. Took it home, took a bunch of pictures with it. Right. And, and then, then took it to the police department. Right. But then took a bunch of pictures with it. Yeah. And tweeted them. They took them down. And yeah, they took them down. Because um, they were going to try to play the storyline more. Right. But Jericho said he found them. He's been doing, he did a backstage video that uh, he was going to enjoy some bubble. Yes. And that's turning into a meme right now. And it's the best thing ever. He did that one first where he's backstage at the show. Right. And they did these, a little bit of the bubbly. That's been a meme. Yeah. And then they did another one where he's in a hot tub talking about them stealing the title. And there's a spot where he takes the champagne bottle, a little bit of bubbly. Yeah. And he pours it into the champagne glass of Le Champion. And then he drinks from the fucking bottle instead of the fucking champagne <laughs> right. glass. He says the last time. And he's yeah. sitting there... And, like, with a fucking scarf on and half of it's hanging <laughs> in the fucking water in the fucking hot tub. Yeah. Jericho's so bad. Jericho is so good. And, and then there was another one now with him, the title, like, in his house or whatever. Back, yeah. And, uh, yeah, pouring himself a glass of champagne there, too. So yeah. Jericho's fucking genius. It's great. He's got a t-shirt with it. Like, we questioned him winning. Like... Do you give it to Paige? Give it to the new guy, build a new star right away. Either way was the right call. Like, no, well, yeah. And Jericho was the super right call. Yeah. I don't sure. know how I questioned this, but no, Jericho's obviously the right call because he's fucking you know, Jericho. Jericho's, Jericho's always got himself over in a wrestling audience. But now with how AEW wants to present itself and how AEW kind of works... And they bring in that social media way better and way more than WWE. Yeah. Like, they're hitting this They don't use it as a separate thing like WWE right, does. Right, they bring it together. And... It's genius. And hope, it and really it is. And, and now, it works. Now it's starting to bleed even more into mainstream, and Jericho's getting there. And if Jericho can get over the word it to a wrestling audience, if he can get over a clipboard and a list... And, like, all these fucking things that shouldn't be Ralphus? over to a wrestling audience. Of course he Motherfucker got yeah. Ralphus over. He got Ralphus over, right. And got him a fat contract, too. <laughs> yeah. And so when he's presented to the mainstream audience like this, and they're making memes out of him, mm-hmm. and things like that, of course he's going to get over. He's a charismatic motherfucker. Yes, he is. And he knows what people want 
to see. He still gets it. He's still in touch with what makes it work. And you can tell it from his podcast, even. Yeah. Oh yeah. And if he can get more into the mainstream, AEW is gonna fucking thrive. Agree. They got four hundred thousand views for that show right. on um, TNT the Friday night before. Friday night, 10 o'clock, two, two or three day notice and they got 400, that they announced it and 400,000 people watched it. The TV show that they've been promoting for... We weren't back to the hotel yet, so we didn't watch it. No, we didn't. I was we were not part of those 400,000. No, I was a little um, But... You know, they've pr- been promoting this TV show for four months now. Right. There people, I guess the hope is was 500,000. A lot of people are saying eight. I would love to see them break a million. It would be cool. It'd be cool. Break. Episode one. So overall, I'll say it wasn't the perfect show. It wasn't the best show. Mm-mm. I think overall, honestly, TakeOver UK might have been a better show overall. Yeah. But at the end of the day, all that was still really good. It was really, really fun, and mm-hmm. it still leaves me really excited for their TV show to start. And just because I think that's... they're doing things different, and that's what I've been asking for. Exactly. And I don't like it all, but it's not all for me. Right. It's not supposed to be. And that's what, you know, anyone listening out show. there that, you know, if you're just a hardcore WWE fan or a hardcore AEW fan, fucking quit it. Like... I mean, you can be a hardcore well, fan you can. of it. It's just don't hate on other people for liking shit exactly. you don't. Cause you know, and give up, give the other stuff a shot. Like, and voice your opinion if you don't like things. Right. That's how they're going to know. That's what I feel like with AEW. Like, if, if the, you don't tell them we, what we don't like, they're never going to listen. Right. Exactly. If we speak out and be like, "No, that was bullshit." Should they were even at Starcast. They were even joking about the librarian were, gimmick for the right. exact purpose. That and reason. honestly, they've been fixing it, and it's kind of fun now. Um, I was the only person that liked it originally. I'm like, that's some yeah. fucking old school heel heat yeah. right there, and then coming on shushing everybody at a right. fucking wrestling show. I liked it, but mm-hmm. you know me. Yeah. I like it better now. Um, and. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just, I'm excited. You got anything else October 2nd can't come for fast enough. Did you have any news or rumors for AEW? I do believe so. I thought you did. That's why I wanted to um, make sure we get those in before we move along. Moving that Not yet. Not yet. Almost. Uh, where'd it go? I don't know. It's your list, dude. I know. I was on I had something. I had there it is. Oh, I had the show was going to be TV 14. Oh, yeah. I guess that was because that happened while we were there, so, yeah. Yeah. Um, I forgot we didn't do so it. I was thinking, so yeah, there was things that, um, yeah, it was TV 14 and other oh, something else. God damn it, I give up. <laughs> yeah, I think that's it. It's going to be good. Hopefully it'll be good. Correct. All right. Well, I guess on that note, then we're going to move over to our top 100 wrestler list. Whereas yeah. you buds know, I BJ and myself have been counting down the top 100 wrestlers as presented by Bleach Report in 2011, watching a match from each wrestler two at a time, and then reorganizing our own list into what we think uh, they should be in. So today, we locked in numbers 40 through 31, 
And then, of course, we've got numbers 30 through 21 as well, who can still be moved around. So I guess let's just start off with number 40 was originally Tino Santana, and as you buds know, we both moved Fabulous Moolah or Mae Young, or we didn't even watch matches for no, this one, really. couldn't find anything. Uh, so automatically back and locked in. Number 39 was originally Chris Jericho, and he's springboarded yeah. way up since 2011, but he's had two stellar runs at least since 2011 Correct. in WWE. Really one in AEW, one in New Japan Pro Wrestling as well. So, right. so he's yeah. To help springboard him up. Uh, I put Bob Backlund at number thirty nine. I have Booyaka Booyaka Rey Mysterio. Mm-hmm. Uh, number thirty eight was originally Bob Backlund, and that's where I placed Mister Randy Orton, the Viper himself. Nice. I have uh, the King Jerry Lawler. I'd already locked him in previously. Correct. Um, number 37 was the model Rick Martel, and I put Boudica Boudica 619, Rey Mysterio here. And I put Barry Wyndham. Mm-hmm. Um, number 36 was Rick Rude, and this is where we both have put Larry Zabisco. Mm-hmm. How about that? Uh, number 35 was the wonderful Paul Orndorff, and this is where I have Ted DiBiase. I got Bob Backlund here. No, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, number 34, yeah. Superstar Billy Graham. This is where I had Barry Windham. Yeah, I got to DiBiase. Number 33 was originally the King Jerry Lawler, and we both have Edge there. Yep. Oh, wow, we tied again, too. 32, Bruno San Martino, we replaced with Triple H. Yep. And the last one locked in, number 31, Larry Zbysko. I locked in AJ Styles. I locked in Chris Benoit. Because, so I was at debating between the three of them, and mm-hmm. then you said, who... Ultimately, do you want locked in? And I was like, you know what? Fuck Chris Benoit. He can be locked in. And I'm putting the other And you know what? I'm uh, I'm on board with that theory. I'm actually going to make a swap right here live-ish on the pay-per-view where I'm going to move uh, Chris Benoit and AJ Styles. Yeah. So... So yeah, that was my only thinking behind it because it was a it's it was really close between those three and Agreed. I was like, nope. Alright, well in that case then number thirty was originally uh Ted DiBiase mm-hmm. and still available to move around is AJ Styles. Yeah. Number twenty nine was original Triple H. We both have the Funk Man, Terry Funk. Terry Funk. I don't know why I called him the Funk Man. I don't think he's ever been called that before. <laughs> Uh, there you go. I bet you someone's called him the Funk Man. I would hope so. He by wrestled now. in the seventies. He wasn't Flash Funk. He's the Funk Man. Uh, number twenty-eight was originally Barry Windham, as you buzz know. We locked him in. I have Eddie Guerrero in the spot. Where? Twenty-eight. Oh, I got Rick Rude. Mm-hmm. And twenty-seven was originally where Fabulous Moolah came into play, but mm-hmm. this is where I have Rick Rude. Yeah, I got Eddie. And then we match all the way this. down. Yeah, we do. 26 was originally Jake the Snake Roberts. And who do we have at 26, BJ? We have Jake the Snake Roberts. Yeah, we do. 25 was originally John Cena. And in his stead, we have... Ricky the Dragon. Dragon. Uh, number 24 was originally... Oh, no, these ones are flipped. Oh, yeah, they are. Number 24, we originally had Ricky Steamboat. Yeah. I have Brett the Hitman Hart. Right, and I have John Cena. And at number 24... Three was originally Brett the Hitman Hart, and I have John Cena. Right, and I have Bret Hart. Twenty-two so. was originally Stone Cold Steve Austin, and this is where I placed Stunning Steve Austin. Oh, uh, I placed the Ringmaster. Nice. 
And number 21 was originally Terry Funk, and we replaced him moving all the way up from the 30s, the mm-hmm. late 30s. Motherfucking Y2J, the Ayatollah of Rock and or Rolla. Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho himself. The pain maker. Man of the thousand and one holes. He might be three, four, or five on this list when it's all said and done. Really? I mean, it's just been the longevity and the things that he's done in his career and the stories he's told and the things he's done on the mic and in the public and honestly... I mean, with his band and with, like, all that shit. Dude is an amazing fucking person. He is. Like, the cruise, the successful cruise now that he's got that's on its second year and looking like it's going to go a third year strong. Yeah. And, I, I mean, mean... Anything he touches... His fucking cool. podcast. I don't know how he... How he does it. Motherfucker got so, Ralph is over. Right? Um, the motherfucker but yeah, Chris got Chris Jericho's a fucking... A genius, yeah, and a gem, and it's going to be fun. To, we should cherish him. This this is where things are going to get really awesome as we continue on mm-hmm. in the top twenty and lock in the top thirty. But next week, buds, join us when we review number twenty, Nick Bockwinkle, yep. and number nineteen, the Hot Rod Rowdy Piper. Um, yep. I'm excited for Roddy Piper. I am That's too. for fucking sure. That's going to be a rabbit hole and a half. So many, so many promos. All of the Roddy Piper All promos. Of the time. Nick Bockwinkle should be cool, too, because I've never watched him wrestle. I don't think I... I might have, but not that I remember. And if he's this high up, seeing as how guys like Terry Funk and other guys from before Terry Funk in that time frame, it might be hard to find a Bockwinkle match. Yeah. A decent quality one. We'll have to see how that goes. But yeah, join us next time when we talk about that, Buds. And in the meantime, you can hit us up on the Twitter at BudsWW. You can send me an individual tweet message at... D A double R E double L underscore G U N S on the Twitter. And I'm at Beej2004. That's B double E J 2004. That's where you slip in the DMs, ladies. Yes, that's where the, that's where the DMs get slipped into, There's ladies. Ladies listening to this. I don't think so. No. Maybe one. Maybe. Maybe. You want to know who you are? You can be an honorary bud and come on to the podcast if you'd like. We got Skype or Discord or phone calls. I don't know. Messages. I don't know how technology works. Guns will figure it out. But yeah, tell your friends. Tell your enemies. Tell Tell your dog. Yeah, tell Jesus. Okay. He loves me. He does. (laughs) Jesus is what we call him down south. Jesus Christ. Right. Way down south. Mm -hmm. The body of Christ. The deep south. The deep south. (laughs) (laughs) That's not the first time that's been on this podcast. No, it's not. Go watch Little Nicky Buds. And until next time. uh, Bud Kives. Yes, they're free. Go watch the Bud Kives and find it. If you guys, if you tell me on Twitter what episode that was in, I'll send you a $5 Amazon card. Woo woo! Digitally. I'm dope. I'm going to find it. I'm going to win me a five. You don't count. No. Uh, this is contest is not valid for friends and families of the Buds or the Buds themselves. <laughs> no, friends and family can. Then who's going to win it, dude? Friends and family can, but not the Buds themselves. If you're a Bud, you can win it, but... Yeah, if you're a Bud, but not us Buds. If you know us on a personal level... Yeah, you can win it. You can win if you find it. Just go find it. You have to be right. Holy fuck. Uh, And BJ has to confirm it because I ain't listening. 
Oh, I'll confirm. They tell me an episode. That's true. I can just listen to the episode. I don't have to look for it. Right. But yeah, until next time, buds. That's BJ over there. That's Daryl over there. Peace out, guys. See ya. Bye. I rambled. Huh? I rambled. That's fine. We only went an hour each. Oh, that's not bad. No. That's good. We have one on the last company, so. Yeah. It's kind of nice short enough for the buds this week. Right. Alright, buds, you know, go. Those fuckers. Yeah, we kept it on so far. as a sound check. Oh, that's pretty far away. Yeah, that's good. A sound I don't know if that any difference. It will for you and not for me. Okay. I meant for the listeners. It will for them to hear you, but it won't help me. Okay. Like, it won't make a difference for me. I'm loud regardless of what the microphone is. Yeah, I'm No. I guess. I can be loud. How loud do you want me to be? I think so. You're always soft. No soft to you, Mike. Hehehe. The softest ever BJ. Soft to you. It's the softest BJ. Yeah. It's soft. It's so rad.